0: Welcome to Bramisol's Insights to Action podcast library of topics covering regulatory compliance, reporting, disclosures, financial management, and financial transformation technologies. Bramisol is the leader in SAP-based finance solutions and the co-innovator with SAP on developing and deploying purpose-built compliance capabilities. Learn more about Bramasol at
1: www.bramasol.com. hello, this is Jim Hunt for Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. Today, we've got John Froelich back, and we're going to talk about optimizing cash management processes for the digital solutions economy. Welcome back, John.
2: I am excited to be here, Jim, all the way from New Jersey. It's great to be here with you. And... uh, Looking forward to talking about a mouthful here with optimizing cash management.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've we've done a number of um, podcasts on digital solutions economy, and this one's really going to focus on that cash piece. So oh. maybe you can start out by giving us kind of a, a brief description of how cash management itself fits into DSE. Yeah, I think this is Jim one of the most
2: under um, observed or undernoted areas of the digital solutions economy, DSE. You know I think everybody gets the whole thing or the the issues and challenges regarding ordering and fulfillment and revenue accounting. But I don't think people really understand that impact for treasury and cash. And really, um, it has to do with the smoothing out, Of the revenue of the revenue of the cash that comes into your business and we think of it in four basic concepts. Um, This idea and course in revenue accounting of volume, velocity, density and complexity and it's this volume and velocity that really has an impact on cash. And what do I mean by that? In the traditional economy where you are buying something and you pay for it all at once, um, you you get these lumpy, if you will, purchases and you have large purchases. In the subscription economy, those purchases are spread out over time. And of course it smooths out. The cash smooths out the collection of that cash. And so, you know, you begin to have to think about your cash management, your cash forecasting um, a little bit differently.
1: So um, that's a a great overview in the One of the big things we've talked about before that uh, digital solutions economy does is it puts the customers in charge. And so they get to make decisions about a whole lot of things. And I'm assuming that things like their decisions on payments and terms and bundling, that it really has some big impacts on uh, managing cash on the back end.
2: It does, Jim. That's a great point. You know, there are really four maybe five specific areas, but four areas really that we think about in this case. You you hit the nail on the head with the flexibility of payment options. It's not just the payment options as in um, the types, but it's the payment options as in, um, you know, how, how and when do I want to pay? And we'll talk about terms. Um, you know, people want to pay with credit cards. They may want to use um, PayPal or other um, types of payment Options, You know, some people are actually trying to reuse cryptocurrency and so, you know, you have to have a treasury infrastructure and a banking infrastructure that allows for that um, flexibility and certainly for a B2B. So this applies not just to B2C, you know, business to consumer, uh, but business to business, right? Because businesses may want to use um, debit cards of their own. Uh, they may use credit cards and use a great tool like concur to manage those expenses, right? Uh, or they'll do ACHs, auto payments. So it impacts both of those spaces. In the case of terms, you know, what we're talking about is the traditional accounts receivable is I send you a bill. You have 30 to whatever your terms are, 30 to 90 days, um, and you can take a discount. In this case, you're allowing the customer to set the terms, and, and really the terms are pay immediately. Right, because you 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 send a bill, you collect the money, so there's really none of that going on, and of course, the ability to allow customers to bundle uh, different so- services, solutions, and other aspects together has a um, has an impact on that. You know, the the benefits and trade offs related to that, of course, are predictable revenue. And, and of course the banks love that and Wall Street loves that. And you see this fairly predictable revenue, you have a smoothing of that revenue uh, and you can help manage um, all of your, your in and out payments a, a little bit more easily in some ways and it smooths out those lumps. Um, but you, know, you have to f- look at the flip side, You know, the more transactions you have, the more fees you have. So you wanna manage that process and make sure you're dealing with that. And then of course, you know, depending upon where transactions take take place, you know, if you're a global company, you're going to have to deal with foreign exchange and manage a lot of those issues and challenges. Um, you know, it's it's got positive effects on th- on working capital, day sales outstanding, of course, shrink because you basically collect the bill uh, right away. But one thing that, w- that you really need to understand is as you're moving towards these forms of payment, you also have to deal with. Um, security. You know, if I'm going to give you my credit card or I'm going to give you personal banking information or even business banking information that you store in the form of an IBAN uh, information, your international banking um, information. I don't want hackers to have access to that, so how are you securing those transactions so overall with the customer in charge? Um, you're you're smoothing out, you're allowing them to pick the dates. So instead of everybody collecting on the 1st and the 15th of the month, all of a sudden you're collecting cash throughout the entire month. Um, and you have to, you know, look at your banking, look at your balances, make sure you're sweeping that money to get the best return, and you're doing it securely
1: great overview uh let's switch a bit and talk about the sap ecosystem and maybe you can drill down on the sweeter products that are appropriate and helpful for managing cash and dsc
2: yeah sure jim you know there are a number of them and, and we had a great opportunity of course last week to speak with haresh chaya the um the manager of those products for sap um really the the main products that are going to be affected, or you need to look at, of course, is the suite of the the cash and cash management, treasury, and banking solutions, and those can include, you know, how do you automatically and better manage your banking relationships, um, and all of that uh, activity, and of course, you want to do that online, real time. So tools like multi bank connectivity uh, allows you to have and access this network of automatic banking. Uh, activity. Instead of using SWIFT or something like that, you can use the MBC network. Um, bank account management, which is in the, the inherent way that SAP now manages banking in S4HANA, uh, allows you the flexibility to set banks up and, and set up bank accounts. Um, other aspects of, of different banking tools, you know, treasury management, but your cash positions, your cash forecasting, your liquidity forecasts, all of those are important tools to allow you to have insights uh, into those um, important cash flows because, as we know, cash is king. If you don't have cash, you can't pay your bills. Uh, so, um, you know, that's that's you know crucial for you to have that that relationship and understand all of that. Interestingly enough, also. Um, you know obviously you know to secure the products and secure everything you have a whole suite of sap grc governance risk and compliance and inherent security but we're also talked about in-house cash and and um in-house banking right and how that relates and the way that relates of course is you know how might you collect on behalf of if you have all of these different foreign exchanges how might you have uh, a subsidiary in belgium that is collecting or germany that's collecting on behalf of all of your eu countries and collecting or, all of those euro deposits um, or you might collect on behalf of poland or some of the other countries that may not be using eu uh, the euro so you know in-house banking uh, in-house cash becomes even more uh, important to think about so you know there are a whole suite of of those products and certainly related to that is the idea of integration and we'll talk about that but you have the sap brim uh, portfolio that allows you to manage all of the aspects of um, creating your subscriptions managing those contracts integrating your invoicing integrating all of your charging and then bringing data together uh, in a related way so you know, all of that together ties with the revenue accounting uh, RAR or automated revenue management that allows you to report accurately according to the, the gap that you have to do. So um, you know, that's important as well.
1: Yeah, maybe we could expand on that. That was uh, you anticipated my next question about integrating revenue accounting. You know, we, we like to say that uh, with these new DSE business models, you still have to comply. and sometimes integrating that on the back end can uh, become problematic given the the volumes, velocity, density, complexity, et cetera. So maybe talk a little bit about how to integrate revenue accounting. That's that's a great point. And the beauty
2: of, of course, the SAP uh, revenue accounting tool is, is multiple fold. Of course, the first one is it's integrated into and it's part of the SAP core. Uh, so it works uh, natively with all of the functionality and accesses the same Um, information that any of the other applications would have. And what do I mean by that? Well, you have vendor relationships, you have customer relationships, bank relationships, um, FX, foreign exchange and interest rates. All of those play into your revenue accounting um, as you look at how do I, how, when uh, do I recognize revenue and what are the triggers for that? Uh, And so you want to make sure that you have you know, the the foreign exchange. Um, information clear so that you're not constantly reconciling. You want to use the same. Um, foreign exchange rates, whether they're real time rates or they're monthly rates or however you decide to do that, of course. Um, and then the integration, you know, in the back end with the GL, um, allowing you to see and know when you're, when and where your revenue is coming from. And then on the front end, of course, RAR is really built To allow you to use the take advantage of the tools uh, in the front end to feed just about anything in and and tools like brim billing revenue and innovation management from sap are all designed to feed that data automatically into uh, rar so that you can look at all of the information around those bundles and subscriptions and really begin to understand um, how they pull apart in terms of um, what composes them or what are they composed of Uh, And you integrate that into the the revenue accounting. So all of the things we see as deep experts on revenue accounting are also the things you see on brim. And of course, then also on collections as you um, collect, you know, an interesting implication that came up in in several conversations. Jim was around more of these customers uh, like our customers, like um, Discovery, um, are offering their products through alternate channels. Um, take, for example, Google, Apple, uh, Amazon uh, Prime, they offer Discovery Plus and they collect money, but they collect it in a lump sum from that large company, um, Amazon Prime, and then they have to apply it, you know, across the different aspects of of what's what's appropriate to apply to customer accounts and understand which customers did they collect from and not collect from. So there's a lot of Uh, complications and of course you know without an integrated solution to help you do that it becomes even more difficult
1: and if i'm an amazon prime and i've got that discovery plus bundled in uh, i somehow need to be able to disaggregate all that bundling and track the transactions and put my revenue accounting in the appropriate buckets
2: absolutely
1: absolutely you do that yeah,
2: and you have to be able to put it in the right buckets according to the right customers. Um, recognize the the amount of money that, you know, maybe you're doing financing or, you know, lots of different aspects of that. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, it's got some complexity. And the trick is to keep it simple for the customers where they're in charge. And then uh, it's like you and I've talked about that duck paddling it looks serene on the surface but the feet are going really fast underneath that's what has to happen in the back end
2: it does and i think people underestimate um not just the complexity you know but you know the complexity also allows you to have you know we why did we call this insight to action podcast because a lot of what we're doing is talking less about the compliance piece. Everybody has moved on from compliance, whether it's ASC 606 or ASC 842 or all of those. Now it becomes about optimization. And how do you use the information that's now available to you through all of these different tools to impact and optimize your business? And it changes kind of your perspective. And and that's why that idea of the duck, you know, you see just, you know, I send you a bill, you pay your bill, But, you know, maybe you have 10 different services that are associated with that bill and which ones are making money, which ones are not. Which ones are you turning on? Are you behind in turning on different licenses? So all of that becomes a way for companies to really gain insight into their customers.
1: You know, that's a perfect uh, segue to my wrap up question, which is what should our listeners be doing now to integrate and to make sure that uh, their DSE programs are present, ready and future proof.
2: Well, you know, Jim, you know, I think the first step is to talk to somebody um, who understands new business models. Think about your business models and think about um, how your customers want to work with you. Really, the DSE end of the DSE, the digital solutions economy with all of the different SAP solutions. And by the way, you know, Bramasol has expertise in integrating not just SAP solutions, but you can integrate other tools and solutions that you have. Many customers uh, of ours, like, again, Apple, Google, Amazon, and others, that's part of the magic of, of what they do is their front end that they've built themselves. And so a lot of that has to integrate into the other solutions, and we do that. Um, but it's really think sitting down, I think, and thinking about where you want your business to be tomorrow looking at a holistic infrastructure um, that can support that in the long term using this DSE circle model uh, that we have or another model um, and then saying, well, how do I get there from here? And first steps, of course, are what am I? You know, how, how do I want to deal with my customer and, and and what do I call my customer and how do I want to do all of that? So I think, you know, my first step is called Bramasol um, But certainly, you know, call Bramasol, reach out. We offer workshops, um, and we are offering a lot of different programs to help you really think differently about your business.
1: That's perfect. And, uh, John, by the way, you mentioned the webinar from last week with uh, Haresh. I will uh, make sure there's a link to that to download that webinar video in the transcript of this podcast. Um, Excellent. Great overview. I really appreciate your time today. Uh, Once again, I learned a lot and I hope our our listeners did too. Thanks, John. I do too. Uh, Thank you very much and everybody thank you for listening and make
2: it a great day. Thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Bramasol's Insights to Action podcast series. We hope that you found it helpful. To ensure that you never miss a future episode, you can subscribe to Bramasol at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information about Bramisol and detail on our solutions for compliance optimization and financial transformation, please visit www.bramasol.com or email us at infobramisol.com.